Today, I want to share with you a message about motives and decisions. Everybody say motives and decisions. So we can learn to recognize the voice of the Lord na pag tayo talagang nagsisik, okay, sabihin mo habol. Anong habol mo? Ano yung pinupursue mo? If, you perceive, if you're seeking the Lord's voice, ang tanong is bakit? Kung ang habol mo is you want to hear the voice of the Lord, bakit? Anong motives mo? Uh, the highest motive is a relationship. But the, the, the number one thing is the relationship with the Lord. And so number one is this, because we can practice hearing the voice of the Lord sa mga everyday matters, di ba? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 said, Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. I mean, everyday ways. Every day na mundane, Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday, bawat decision, sa lahat ng iyong mga pagpapasya, every decision, you acknowledge Him. And you, so you inquire Him. Inquiring of the Lord. Asking the Lord. And what the Bible promises, if you do that, you trust Him, and you don't trust your own self, if, if you acknowledge Him in, your, in all your ways, He will direct your paths. So, napakaganda ng benefit, or it's really an advantage if God directs our path. Sa mga decisions, alam mo, kasi nakikita ng Diyos yung future. Alam niya kung anong mangyayari. Kaya tayo, we're just stuck on the present. So, we don't know kung ano yung magiging outcome ng mga decisions natin. Should I choose this boyfriend or that boyfriend? Or no boyfriend? Should I buy this cell phone, that cell phone, or no cell phone? Should I go here, take this job? Kung ano mga decisions natin, it's an advantage when we ask God, hear His voice, follow His guidance, siya yung ating gabay, and He knows the future, He knows what's best. So, big advantage. You will have the competitive advantage in business. You will have success in grades. You'll have prosperous relationships. If you always hear from God, Sa akin, ang pinaka-definition ng success is to hear and obey God. He knows what's right. So it's an advantage that we have guidance or direction. But that should not be our number one motive. Point number one, purify your motive for wanting to hear God's voice. This was the big message ni God sa akin this past year and a half ago. Because sa akin, ang motive ko, why I want to hear God's voice, was always because ayoko makamali. Ako, meron akong talagang very strong need or very strong desire na I want to be right. I hate failure. I'm allergic to mistakes. I want to do it right the first time. Ayoko mapalpak na So my motives was always, Lord, I want to hear your voice. So I would pray and read the Bible and listen to the Spirit of God. Dahil gusto kong malaman yung tamang decision. Dahil ayokong makamali. But we need to purify our motive for wanting to hear God's voice. It's more than just direction, mga kapatid. It's more about the relationship. It says here in Hebrews 4.12, The Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, 
between joint and marrow, it exposes the innermost thoughts and desires. Alam ng Diyos kung ano yung motive natin. And doon sa pinaka-boundary ng ating soul and spirit, yan po, nakakapag-penetrate ang salita ng Diyos doon. And God knows your motive. And God knows your heart. And He wants you to purify that. Don't use the Lord. Have you ever had a friend that's just using you? Have you ever had a friend? It just use you. Have you ever used somebody? God doesn't want us na gamitin lang siya to get some success. Parang, Lord, please tell me your will. Please tell me how to make money in business. Lord, please tell me how to find the right mate who will love me. Lord, please tell me how to get the right job or find the right uh, course. Okay, Lord, if you tell me your word, and once you hear God's word, then okay, bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Parang ayoko na sa'yo. Basta tell me the directions. Basta give me the guidance. After that, talk to you later next time. Pag may problema ako, next time. Pag may malaking decision, tatawagan kita. Pero dyan ka na lang, Lord. Don't use God just to get direction. Listen to this. I, I, I had this friend. Uh, yung aking friend ay isang very, very rich. As in, napakayaman yung friend ko. And we used to play golf together. And one day, when we were playing golf, itong mayaman, millionaire siya, he said to me, he said, Tim, I like to play golf with you. Because when I play golf with other people, they always want something from me. Kaya they play golf with me because they want something. I like to play golf with you because you never ask me for anything. Do you understand? He said, you just play for fun and for friendship. And that was talaga. I was just investing time with my friend for the purpose of friendship and fun. I didn't expect to use him or to spend time with him so I could get something out of him. How many of us are guilty of going to the Lord, seeking the Lord's will because we want something. We want Him to bless us or guide us or give us a favor or an advantage at school or at, in, in, in finances. And I'm going to tell you something. God wants to bless us. God wants to direct our lives. But we need a pure motive for wanting to hear His voice. Hindi dahil now we want Him to give us something. So the goal should not be, Lord, I want to hear your voice dahil gusto ko ng direction. Gusto ko ng more instructions. The goal should be because I want to get to know you. And I want to love you. John 17, 3. This is eternal life. That men, that they will know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So the goal of, of hearing God's voice is to know Him. Know. The word know in Greek 
is ginosko. Ginosko. Okay, do you know that? Can you say that? Ginosko. Now, that's the word in Greek. It actually means a deep intimacy to know someone in a very intimate way, like a husband knew his wife and she became pregnant. Do you understand that? So actually, another translation from the Greek to English is sex. Ginosko. To actually have sexual intercourse, that very intimate knowing. And God wants you to know him so intimately, so close, like a man and a woman know each other and actually produce a child. Do you have that motive? Do you have that love for God? The truth is we only can love him because he first loved us. If you just understand God's will, it does not empower you to obey. Okay? Just knowing or just understanding God's will does not empower us to obey. Walang guarantee na you will obey. Pag malaman mo yung dapat, yung tama, ilang beses tayo nalaman na yung dapat gawin, but we don't do it. Many times, we know what's right. We know kung anong kalaoban ng Diyos, but we still don't do it. How many of you know it's right to be on time? Don't be late. Okay, so you know that. But how many of us are still late? No? How many of you had this experience na alam mo naman you shouldn't talk like that? Alam mo yung dapat hindi ka magsalita ng masama, pero ginagawa. We know it's right na dapat magbigay ng tithes sa Diyos, yung first 10%. But knowing, just knowing kung anong kalaoban ng Diyos, kung anong direction na dapat natin gawin sa buhay natin, that does not guarantee that you'll do it. Direction lang ay hindi sapat. We've got to purify our motive. Because if we know and love God, it's easy to trust and follow Him. See? Knowing His will doesn't mean you'll follow Him. But if you know Him and love Him, you will follow Him. Here's what I'm trying to convince you about. If you have the wrong idea about kung sino si God, if you think that God is angry at you, kung akala mo si God ay... Uh, ready to take revenge against me. Dahil marami akong, isipin, marami akong ginawang kasalanan. Kaya, alam mo, have you ever had this feeling na you, you, you spent some past weeks doing a lot of sin? And then sa isip mo, na iniisip mo, it's coming. Ang parusa, it's coming. Sooner or later, somehow God will pay me back. It's coming. I can feel it. It's coming. I'm just waiting. And you're actually anticipating and looking for something na masama ang mapapasayo, something masama mangyayari sa'yo. And you know that you think that's God. And when something bad happens, you say, ayan na. Ayan, nakakasakit na ako. And this is it. God's punishing me. God's getting, nakakasakit. Or, or may, nawala ng pitaka mo. You lost money. You say, that's it. God is getting even. Karma. And you think that because you've been bad, God is going to pay you back with a severe punishment. 
And you're actually looking around and, and waiting. And if one week passes by, and instead of being hurt and punished, you're actually blessed, <laughs> you start to feel guilty. Why am I being blessed? I don't deserve this. Right? Why is God, where's the punishment? It's coming soon. I know. Maybe not that, but it's coming. And you start to actually expect that God will punish you. So when finally, in that moment, God speaks to you a word, and you hear God's voice, pero dahil na ang concept mo sa Dios is He's punishing you, He's hurting you, He's getting you back. When you hear God's word, a commandment from the Lord, I want you to do this, I want you to, you will be skeptical and suspicious of God's motive. You won't trust His love. You won't trust in His goodness. You'll think, Ayan, I heard from the Lord. He told me to do this, and I know this is, He's telling me to do that because He wants to punish me. He's setting me up for a failure. He's setting me up to hurt me. And if you don't trust God's goodness, mahihirapan ka mag-obey. And when you hear the voice of the Lord, you, mostly you won't obey. You'll avoid it. You'll turn your ears to, to become deaf. Okay, sabi sa Bible, you have ears but don't hear. You have eyes but they cannot see because they are actually uh, turning off from trusting God's voice. If you'd obey, it would be very reluctant and out of like, parang sacrifice. I'm okay, Lord, I'm doing this. I know this is the punishment Now I should be receiving. So, But you know what? That will never last. You can never obey God consistently if you doubt His motive, if you're skeptical of His love. So write this down. If we know and love God's heart, know and love God, it's easy to trust and follow Him. That's why it says in 1 John 5 verse 3, to love God means that we obey His commands. Obeying His commands isn't difficult. Because if you are convinced, kung talagang alam mo, God is good, ang pagtingin mo sa Dios is He loves you, He's for you, not against you. He's on your side. He's out for your highest good. Kung yan ang pagtingin mo sa Dios, every time he sends a word to you, he tells you to do this. Kusang susunod ka. Kusang mag-obey ka because you know it's for my good. He loves me. Ang ginagawa niya, he's scheming a strategy to bless me. You understand that? But if you're skeptical of his motives because akala mo galit siya sa when he speaks, you won't obey. Friends, the way you see God will affect the way you obey God. So change your mind, change your motives about obeying God. It's not only about getting direction. It's about getting in love with Him and letting Him love you. Friends, God loves you. He's on your side. Jesus dealt with your sin. So when God speaks to you, it's not to hurt you. It's to help you. It's to bless you. Does that make sense? You could hear the directions of the Lord and still not follow Him. But if you love Him, kasama na yung power to obey. Ano mas madali? To 
obey and follow someone you know and trust or to follow someone who has a high position and you fear. Ano mas madaling, uh, no? Let's say you have a boss and mataas siyang position and you're, you're, you fear him. Pag dumating siya sa workplace mo, kinakabahan na. Lahat ng mga employees, scatter, scatter. And they follow and they obey whatever he says. Which is easier to, to follow and obey? Someone you know and trust? And you know na kung anong sasabihin nila is for your own good? Because they love you? They have a consistent track record of boosting you up, helping you grow. Mas madali yun, di ba? When you trust someone's heart, it's easy to follow them. It's easy to obey. And I tell you, it's not hard to obey God's commandments. It's not hard. If God told you, break up with that person, sell that thing, go here to this place, do this, whatever God said, if you doubt His motives about you, you'll have a hard time. You'll struggle to obey. But if you know He loves you, it's easy. Obeying God is easy if you know He loves you. Does that make sense? Let's go to number two. Be a good steward of every word that God gives you. Sabihin mo, steward. Now, remember, a steward is yung taong nagmamanage ng property ng iba. Hindi siya yung mayari. Alam mo yung pagkakaiba sa steward sa mayari. Hindi siya yung mayari. Siya yung manager. Managing the property or the finances or the affairs of someone else. At madalas na we talk about stewardship. Usually, ang pinugusapan natin sa pagdating sa stewardship, we're talking about managing money, managing maybe even our time. Dapat sabi ng Panginoon, be a good steward of money. Be a good steward of your time. Diba? Be a good steward. Be faithful and wise how you spend. Pero did you know that God wants us to be a good steward of His voice? Listen, to be a good steward of the word na sinabi niya sa'yo. We've been talking the past weeks about hearing God's voice. What do you do when you hear God's voice? Napakahalaga yun. Pag dumating sa'yo ng salita ng Diyos and you confirm na ito talaga ang message ng Panginoon sa akin today. Kung iiwanan mo lang dyan and you don't respond and you don't work it, you don't activate that word into your life, you're not being a faithful steward or manager of the word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Are you following me? So tuwing nakakarinig ka ng word from God, you have a responsibility to be faithful with that word. Anong ibig sabihin be faithful? Well, to respond and to obey it. Look at Luke chapter 16. It's a popular verse. It says, whoever can be trusted with little can also be trusted with a lot. Okay? So think about that in terms of uh, hearing God's voice. No? Whoever is dishonest with very little is dishonest with a lot. If you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? If you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So, tuwing na, when you hear God's voice, 
The word there says uh, in, this, in this verse, it says trustworthy or trusted. Are you trust, can you be trusted with, to, to manage well? And the word in Greek is pistos. And it really means reliable. Are you reliable? Can God trust you that yung word na lalabas sa bibig niya, remember, goes through radio waves, darating sa spirit of the Lord inside of you, convert niya yung radio waves into thoughts or brain waves para makakarinig ka ng word of God. When you hear the word of God, are you reliable to obey it? Are you reliable to do what he said? Or is God just wasting his voice with you? Nanguusapang Dios, pero you don't even write it down. You don't even pay attention. So listen to this verse. Mark chapter 4, verse 24. Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Sa ibang translation nakalagay doon, whoever has more will be given. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. So ang principle, ganun din sa pera, di ba? We know this. Uh, faithful stewardship, if you're faithful with small things, God will give you the next level. God will give you much. If you're faithful with little, God gives you more. So sa pagdating sa pera, if you're faithful to manage your allowance of 500 May tithes na doon, nag-overflow, you're a blessing to others. God will increase your 500. Amen. If you're faithful with your load, God will increase your load. If you're faithful with your time, God will give you more time. If you manage time well, you'll have more. If you manage money well, you'll have more. If you manage the voice of God well, you'll get more words from God. (laughs) Does that make sense? Okay, I'll write it down here. If we are reliable... To obey whatever God says, we will hear Him speaking a lot more often. Mahalaga ba sa inyo ang salita ng Dios, ang, ang rema, ang word from God? Well, if you will be reliable with that, if you will be obedient, whatever na sinasabi niya sa iyo, then I promise you, you will have a lot more. You will hear a lot more from God. Okay, so, but if not, if you're not faithful, kung hindi tayo nag-obey sa salita ng Diyos, then even yung word na sinabi niya sa'yo will be taken away. Ibig sabihin, you'll forget it. Have you, heard, have, you, have you ever been in a worship or in the Bible study or in the sermon and parang, wow, biglang pumasok sa, sa isip mo na isang fresh revelation. Isang bagong na word na nagrema, naging very active as if God is speaking to you. Okay, have you had that? And then you didn't write it down. You didn't cherish that word. And then the next day or even later the same day, you forgot about it. Have you experienced that? You forgot. 
Parang you remember, well, ano yung sinasabi ni God sa akin? Why? Because you weren't faithful steward with that word. Okay, even what little revelation you were given was taken out of your heart, taken out of your mind. And God allows that. God allows that we will actually lose the words that He gave us na hindi tayo naging faithful. Why? God allows by His grace that words that He wants to speak to you, directions and commandments and guidance na nais ng Diyos na ma-activate sa buhay mo at narinig mo dahil sinabi niya, but you did not value that, you did not put it into action, nawala sa isip mo, biyaya ng Diyos yan na nawala sa'yo. Bakit? Because the more you hear, the more knowledge and directions and understandings that you get na hindi mo ina-apply, it leads to deceit. Okay? So write this down. If we do not put into action the word we hear from God, we will become deceived. Napaka-dangerous, mga kapatid, that you get more knowledge, more words from God, more and more and more understanding, naging malinaw, marami nagsabi sa'yo ng guidance, marami nagsabi sa'yo na this is the word of God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Change. Do this. Maraming dumating sa'yo ng mga directions and instructions mula sa Diyos, and you heard it, and you know it's true, and you know you ought to obey, pero hindi ka nag-o-obey, delikado ka, kapatid. Delikado ka because it leads you more and more into a state of deceit. Na kung saan, the Bible says, dinadaya mo ang iyong sarili. Look at these verses in James chapter 4, verse 17. The man who has knowledge of how to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. Ano yung it? The knowledge. Yung magandang revelations, yung magandang word of God, it actually becomes the source of your downfall. James chapter 1, verse 22. Keep on being obedient to the word and not merely being hearers who deceive themselves. Or sa ibang translation, nakalagay din, Dito is blinding yourself with false ideas. If you hear and recognize more than you're willing to obey, then you'll be deceived. Are you still there? Madalas na nasa church tayo and we feel the goosebumps of the Lord. You know, we feel the Holy Spirit and then maybe the preaching was intellectually challenging. Wow, talagang, yeah, amen. Amen, ako dyan. And your emotions were even steered. Wow, I feel the love of God. Oh, goosebumps. Tumatayo na yung balahibo ko. Wow. You know, that's just the Holy Spirit confirming His Word. Isa sa mga confirmations yan, di ba? I talked about that last week. The Holy Spirit confirmed. That's His Word. But that does not transform your life. Just because you heard and understood, your mind was challenged, your emotions were stirred, your heart was glad, 
that doesn't transform your life until you obey, until you put into action. Parang yung nanay na sinabi niya sa anak niya, take out the trash and clean your room. Okay, may instructions doon. Mamaya-maya, hindi nagawa. Anak, bakit? Diyan pa rin yung trash. Marumi pa rin yung, yung, yung kwarto mo. Well, ma'am, napakaganda yung the way na sinabi mo sa akin. So nice. That, you know, I appreciate yung very tender yung voice mo. And I agree. I agree. Mom, you have a really good way of saying things. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your guidance. Salamat sa mga utos mo. Salamat. Mom, I love you. Pero hindi pa nagagawa. Diba? Anong silbi nun? Anong walang transformation? So ganon din po. Um, it says in Luke 11 verse 36, Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. Gets nyo? You can get a light. May, may nalaman ka sa Bible or sa sermon, sa preaching. And, wow, the light. Kasi light is parang sa Bible. Light means truth. So make sure this truth na akala mo marami kang truth, marami kang alam, make sure hindi yan actually darkness. Because if you're not walking in obedience, you're not walking in the light or the truth. So 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And isang sign or patunayan na we are walking or we are not walking in the light is um, we don't have good fellowship with one another. So kung ikaw ay marami kang alam, marami kang natutunan, and you just have all of this knowledge, pero hindi mo ina-apply, hindi mo ginagawa yung mga pinapagawa ni God sa'yo. Every time He speaks to you, you just receive the word, but don't do it. Don't do it in your life. One of the signs that you're in darkness is affected yung fellowship mo sa kapatiran. Did you hear me? You have a hard time getting along with people. You have a difficulty working together. Maybe in a ministry or getting along with other people sa family or sa church. That's a sign. If you know that you yourself had been affected by or you're walking in darkness dahil marami kang alam na hindi mo ginagawa, lahat ng mga sinabi ni God sa'yo last week, hanggang ngayon pending, then one of the signs is it will affect your fellowship. Iiwasan mo mga leaders. It's stressful na yung mga pakikideal sa mga kapatiran. That's one of the signs. And then if someone brings up the correction sa'yo, you blame the other person. You blame them. And that's why many volunteers quit their ministries because they started out hearing from God and they, they, knew, they know so much. They know it's true. They know it's right. But then they stop obeying what they heard. And it creates a disfellowship in the body. But I tell you, if you put into action what God says, ito ang napakaganda. Napakaganda. Once you obey... God's love is poured back into your heart. And remember, love is the fuel to obey. Not knowledge. More knowledge will not guarantee that you obey. Love. 
If you love someone, you'll do anything. Guys know this. If you love a girl, man, you'll do anything. And if you love the Lord, it's easy to obey Him. The relationship will grow. When you obey God, whatever He tells you to do, the relationship grows, the roots grow, good roots, good fruits. Deep roots, more fruits. Do you understand that? That the more committed you are to obey the Lord, the more guaranteed that you'll have more fruits. And fruit means success. So number three is this. Decide in advance that you will obey whatever God says. Now, circle the word there. Write it in. Circle the word advance. Decide in advance. Ibig sabihin, ang ang ating pagsunod kay Jesus is not a case-to-case basis. You don't hear from God and then decide if you will obey or not. Many people want to hear the Lord. Oh God, tell me your will. Tell me your will. And then they want to wait. They want to know God's will first. And then after nalaman nila yung will ni God, then they'll decide. Kung okay siya, kung kaya kong i-obey yan. Maraming sinabi ni God sa'yo at sinabi mo, hindi ko kaya yun, Lord. Sinabi mo, patawarin mo siya, hindi ko kaya. Sabi ni God kay Abraham, leave your home and go to the place I'll show you. Lord, where? I won't tell you first. Leave first. Decide mo na masumunod and later I'll tell you the specifics. Alam mo It takes risk. It takes faith. But if you trust the Lord's heart toward you, if you trust the Lord's love toward you, it's easy to obey Him. If the Lord says, I want you to give an amount. Give to the happy birthday Jesus. (laughs) Or if the Lord says, I want you to take this job or do this kind of uh, work, buy this. If the Lord says to you anything about a relationship, dapat po ang mga decision natin to obey His voice ay hindi yung pagkatapos ng nalaman natin kung ano yung kalooban niya. But before nalaman natin ang kanyang specific will. Are you following me? I want you to decide to obey the Lord now in advance of the word that He tells you. Now, I, I do this with, with forgiveness, especially. I told Bambi already. She was one time, I think she was apologizing to me for something. You know, very humble yung heart niya. She said, please forgive me. Please forgive. I said, Bambi, I forgave you before nagawa mo yan. My decision is already settled. I forgive you in advance. No matter what you do to me, it's already forgiven. Because Christ has already forgiven me of my future sin. So, those who have received much forgiveness can forgive. Are you following me? You've got to decide that you're going to obey the Lord and that decision should be settled in your mind and in your heart now. Okay, young people, if you're not married, you don't decide about purity when you're in that situation. The lights are off and you're holding hands with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You don't make the decision at that time 
if you're going to have a boundary, if you're going to be pure, you make the decision in advance before you're in that tempting situation. You already know what your decision is. If you're at work and there are possibilities for corruption or financial cheating, dishonesty, you don't wait until opportunity to decide, oh, okay, Lord, I want to follow you, pero mag struggle ka lang. Pinapahirapan mo ang sarili mo. Kung ikaw ay nagdi-decision tungkol sa lordship ni God, kung ikaw ay nagdi-decision ng case-to-case basis, as you go along, pinapahirapan lang ang sarili mo and you will not obey consistent. The decision about who is Lord of your life, that should be decided in advance. Your motive for hearing God's voice is because you want to love Him and know Him more. Okay? But then your decision is to, to be a faithful steward of His words and make that decision in advance. Lord, whatever you tell me, ang decision ko is yes. And decision ko sa'yo is, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, amen. Have you heard the song, I Have Decided? Can we just sing that real quickly? I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that your love towards us can be trusted. And we believe that you love us. And we, we don't doubt your motives. Kaya pang Panginoon, purify na rin our motive. That when we hear your voice, it's, it's not just only to have a, an advantage. It's not just only to get a blessing. Lord, teach us the beauty of investing in the relationship. And we believe that direction and blessing are a part of the package. Kasama talaga ang iyong gabay, ang iyong mga pagpapala, favors in the relationship. I thank you that when we have you, we have the way because you are the way. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us uh, your word. Gawin mo po kaming faithful. Faithful to be a good steward of your word, to obey and be reliable. And Lord, today we make the decision in advance to follow whatever you say in Jesus' name. Amen.